Hey everybody, Stan the Joke Man here. Might have picked up on the fact I'm kind of an emotional guy. 2024, I'll try to keep that shit in check, okay? I don't lose myself, now. All my rage and anger is absolutely directed. You don't have to worry about that. But I'll try to try to keep some chains on the shit, okay? In 2024. I'll try to cuss less. I promise you I'm going to try to curse less. I, there's no guarantees. But I'm going to do everything I can to try to curse less and be more civilized. Would that make you happy? Okay. There's a lot of good changes anybody and everybody could fucking make to better themselves. Every, You don't even have to wait every fucking year to do it. You should look in the mirror every day. What can I do to be better today? How can I be less of annoyance and pain in the ass today? Yeah, I've had those discussions along with many others by myself in the bathroom. <laughs> I'm a Freemason without a lodge right now. I mean, I'm not really without a lodge. I'm really without the time. I haven't had the time necessary to dedicate to a lodge here race recently, and, and I'm ashamed for that. But regardless, I'd like to talk this morning, if I could, why I decided to become a Freemason, okay? Yeah, there's secrets. There's private things in every society, but it's not a secret society, so cut the shit with that. It's a fraternity, if you will. It's a fraternity for people who truly appreciate the values and love the values of this country. Why aren't there more Freemasons? Well, because you have to be selfless. You have to be selfless, as in to say, when you step into that lodge and you do good for your community, all of your prejudices and side biases and bullshit that you carry around with you, proud as though it's some pocket watch to show off, is really an embarrassment. And you need to shovel that shit. Get it out of your heart, okay? If you want to be a Freemason, because it doesn't belong in a Freemason lodge. The freedoms provided by America are for all Americans, motherfucker. And you have to got to get that in your hard heads. The principles, the foundation of this nation was built upon. I don't want to speak for anybody else, but just speaking for me. It was those ingredients that turned me on because I had all of them. And I loved every fucking bit of my American freedom. And I was so grateful for those freedoms. Well, naturally, as a young man, I tried to enlist. But I'd been in a coma for a month. They don't want to put a gun in your hand when you've been unconscious for a month, yeah. Then I got myself educated, put myself through college. But up to that point, everything had just been about me, and I didn't want it to be about me anymore. I really wanted to do something for my country. Then one afternoon, by pure chance, I was in the Bartersville Public Library, and I pulled a hardback cover off the shelf about the Battle of Fort McHenry. I liked history in school, but I never really looked at the details of that battle until I read that book cover to cover. Battle of 1812 was really just a continuance of the Revolutionary War, if you ask me. It was damn near a second full-blown Revolutionary War because had the British won that night, their next march would have been on Washington. Had they seized that fucking port in Baltimore... America would have been finished. 
But that night, Freemasons ran up that hill. They were cut to pieces. Not to shoot back. Not to kill anybody on the other side. They just kept running up that fucking rampart to keep that flag up. Shove it back in the face and say, no, fuck you fuckers. We will not be bound by your crown. Because all of those men, Freemasons, all walks of life, peasant farmers, ship hands, noblemen, politicians, all bound by one freedom. They had a life to give, to keep that flag up. That's how grateful they were. That's how grateful they were. That's how much they were willing to give to protect the freedom of all Americans. How grateful I am to my sons and how much suffering they've gone through for me. I'm sorry, kid. I'm sorry your old man couldn't ride that one out for you, but thank you, boy. I love you, kid. That's how grateful I am. You fucking ingrates. The only way that spoiled brat of yours can stay out of prison is if he beats America. Well, he's not gonna. And like a lot of other Freemasons, I have a life to give for my country. And I'll dedicate it right here. Behind this microphone. Trying to wake people up to some fucking hard truth. Even though they don't want to hear it. Because it goes against their grain. Well, fuck your grain. It ain't about your grain, you spoiled little shit. It's about America. And you're everything against real American values for everyone. MAGA is an extremist, anti-American, trumplican trash group. Everything they represent is anti-this country. They shit on American soldiers. They're spoiled to the core. And they are ungrateful. MAGA, Trumplican, trash. Now, initially, initially, people are going to say, oh, he's so crass. Oh, why would he say such a thing? Well, let me fill you in, pussy. It's called conviction. I just drew a line in the sand. You see, like you fucking poser pussies, I have the balls to let you know where I'm standing.
Revolutionary Guard. Huh. Who is it, guy? Shit, I don't see anybody. In case you forgot, United States of America, we took out a big-ass general over in Iran about four years ago. We're not going to relive that history, but we're going to talk about the fourth anniversary celebration of this man's death. The third day in 2024 has proven not to be too good of a fucking day for Iran. According to Iran's state media, at least 103 people have been killed by two bomb explosions in the southern city of Kerman. Anyone that was within the sight of that bomb blast, well, you should have called in sick. You know where the party is going to be every year? Aim all your missiles and drones and shit there. Anyone who uses God to target innocent Iranians, innocent families, innocent women, innocent fathers and children is the opposite of God. And if you choose to go there and mark and celebrate the life and death of that worthless piece of shit, then by God, you deserve to join him. Now, I haven't done one of these in a long time. Little bit I did about celebrities who are kind of famous, but not really that famous anymore. But at some point, boy, their stars were shining bright, but boy, fizzled out just as fucking quick. It's a little special, extra, added value, bonus feature of the show I like to call. Like I give a shit. That's right. Like I give a shit. Celebrity news updates about celebrities that aren't so celebrity anymore. Good Morning America host, Amy Robach and TJ Holmes. Still together? Hopefully still very happy and in love. And I really mean that. I really mean that. You remember way back when TJ and Amy had an affair. It was kind of exposed. And then they started fucking flaunting it. I guess hoping it would give them some, you know, more green in their pocket. And it went exactly the opposite way. It was so fucking ugly, you know. But anyway... Amy Robach did a uh, big reveal on the podcast yesterday as she shares with her boyfriend, TJ, that, um, yeah, she's had to say goodbye to a lot of stuff, including worldly possessions. She's had to sell off stuff left and right just to make ends meet, you know? That's what she says. Then she goes on to say, you don't really know someone until you divorce them. Damn. You know, just those statements alone... Tells me, Amy, you haven't learned a fucking thing. <laughs> Nothing. Let's examine these statements by Amy just a little closer. She had to sell off a lot of stuff to make ends meet. Are you pumping that sympathy well, Amy? This is your shit show. You're the conductor. What are you doing, grooming me so you can borrow money? I don't give a shit. Stop it, please. 
because I really don't give a fuck that you're having to sell off stuff to make ends meet. You McDonald's is hiring. There's jobs out there everywhere. There's more jobs than there are people. But, TJ, I'm talking to you, bro. You're going to have to talk Amy into this. Yeah, you know where I'm going. I'm surprised you hadn't already done it yet. Why don't you have a fucking porn out yet? Don't do it yourself. Please. Don't do it yourself. Okay? (laughs) You've got to do all the, you know, action shots yourself. But what I'm saying is you need to get on the horn and you need to call a professional company like Vivid Entertainment or somebody. You need money behind it. Yeah. You need a professional production crew, distribution, all that. They, you want your star to shine again briefly and just get away with some quick cash? You can call it Dirty Vivid Entertainment or somebody. Yeah, you need to call them. You might, you might not get a deal, but at least it'll pay the bills for a while. Don't do it yourself. Don't get that greedy because nobody will give a fuck. You need a professional for distribution, everything. I'm trying to help. It's either that or McDonald's, okay? McDonald's drive through where they need a part-time yesterday or porn film. Which is it going to be, Amy? Ha! Thanks for tuning in. You've been listening to... Like I give a shit. Fire meds. Henrietta's farm-to-pipe bud dispensary and home of the $5 gram. Fire it up, hippies, with wholesale prices to the public. You're only going to find at Fire Meds. Check out their entire sales menu at Leafly. That's right, Leafly. Wholesale prices to the public on one-ounce baller jars, sugar, diamonds, batter, live resin. 25% off all flour ounces every single day. Solventless rosin and carts, half the price of the competitor. And let me tell you, folks, firemeds, they don't be selling whore weed. Absolutely not. <laughs> no pimps, no middlemen. You know where your weed's been. Their farm, their bud, your pipe. Two locations, 908 West Main and Henrietta and 3rd Street in Stillwell. Know where your weed is coming from. I do. Firemeds, family farm to pipe bud dispensary, Henrietta, Oklahoma. Welcome back to the Stan the Joke Man show. Stan the Joke Man is talking here. We got time for a couple of quick witch doctor diagnoses from yours truly, Stan the Joke Man. Let's do it. Dear Stan Letters. You got mail. You got mail. You got mail. I got crabs. Joke Man Productions, LLC, P.O. Box 699, Henrietta, Oklahoma, 74437, or you can hit me up. Joke Man Productions, LLC on Facebook. And if you don't have that, then tough shit it wasn't meant to be. I'm fucking nuts, folks. And let me tell you, nuts has an opinion, too, and I think it counts. Okay. Do you understand my neighbors copied my keys and staged a home invasion? Well, you just need to burn their shit down and go fuck somebody up permanent. What the fuck? Why are you writing a letter about this shit? Are you trying to incriminate yourself already? God, I hate stupid criminals. I'm sorry. Um... Dear Stan, I moved to a rural area a couple of years ago and was surprised at how friendly my neighbors were. Yeah, they were casing your house, dipshit. They seemed eager to help at first. 
damn right. Yeah, yeah. It's like a country person when they move to the city. Of course your fucking neighbors want to help. They're casing your shit. Okay? No, I don't need help. I say be as independent as you can. I asked a couple to please feed and water my pets until I could come home. Golly, you trusting them with your keys already? They made copies of my house keys, entered my home after I returned to work, and stole several thousand dollars worth of stuff from me. I'm hurt and very angry over this. Is that all hurt and very angry? Oh, I would love to have your fucking address and see what you have too, because I want to get in on this shit. Anything else? Okay. The police said I have to show receipts to prove ownership of things? Where the fuck do you live, Mayberry? Most of it I've owned for years and I no longer have the receipts. You've got fucking photographs, don't you? You've got documentation somewhere, don't you? Check your fucking camera phone. I'm going to confront this couple. I can't believe the fuckers are still alive or not in intensive fucking care. That's an attack on your home by people you entrusted. Let me tell you, you mess with my house, I'll be coming to yours to violate lots of your civil liberties. And the only reason why I'll do it in your home is to ensure you know what it feels like so you never try that shit at my place again. Okay? It's a psychological thing. A means to an end, motherfuckers. People are so belligerent. So brazen these days. Belligerent. You see how they drive? They just pull out in front of you. Complete disregard. You have to watch out for them. You know why they're acting like that? Because like the typical spoiled child who's stomping around the house after they've been flat out denied and blocked and prevented from having what they fucking want, they continue to stomp around for a fucking day or two, don't they? And pout. That's what you're dealing with here, folks. Pouting pussies who are being told no. Thanks for the letter. I I can't believe you haven't fucked them up yet. Dear Stan, three months ago, my husband of 30 years came home from work, told me he wasn't happy anymore, and said he wanted a divorce. Okay, so what are you trying to do? Drag me into it, too? He announced he was moving in with his brother until he could find a place. Six days later, I found out he moved in with a woman he had been seeing for a few months. Yeah, it's all a lie. It's all a lie. He's been lying to you. He was out of the marriage a while back. He might not have ever been actually in love with you. How long have y'all been married? 30 fucking years? I am devastated. He flaunts his new heifer all around town, forcing her on our granddaughters and rubbing her in my face. My divorce has been filed on the grounds of adultery. I can't believe he dragged my adult children in the middle of this and made them lie to me. I've been trying to let go, but... How do you let go of someone who gave you so much to remember him? I'm still very much in love with my husband after such a long marriage. Must I just let it in like this? I'm sorry for you, hon. There's something else going on. I would love to hear what he had to say. It's obvious what he did was extremely selfish, and I'm with you on that. I can't believe he's been lying to you. And shame on your children. 
assuming what you're saying is true, and they willfully lied to you so he could protect his bitch. Oh, shame on them kids. That's when you stand up to dad and say, absolutely not. I'm not covering for you at all, dad. That is my mom, motherfucker. I don't give a shit. Have your whore. You want me to help you rub it in her face? Fuck you, dad. You're wrong. That is my mom, motherfucker. I don't choose one over the other. Can you not stick up for mama? Now back to mama in this letter. If it is everything that you say it is, here are your options. Suicide. Murder suicide. Or curtain number fucking three. Get up and go on. Curl up and fucking die. Or go on. I appreciate the letter. But I can't help you. I can't help your inner strength. And I can't inspire you other than to say, you've got to get the fuck up. Get up. Oh, he's going to shit himself when he sees the next man you find, if you even look. And I doubt you should. Live again. You may realize you've been asleep for 30 fucking years. Get up. You don't know, do you? Let me ask you this. Did he have any good-looking friends you always had a fancy for privately? Well, there you go. If the fucker is still alive, go to your nearest pharmacy, get some Cialis or whatever the fuck, and go ride him cowboy. Revenge sex is always the answer at your age, lady. You're not building a relationship anymore. Nah, you're going to move on in your life. But on the way out the door, you're going to burn that bitch down. That's right. Burn that motherfucker down and go on. That is the only inspiration I can give you. Life is not over just because you get your heart broke and you lose someone like that. It is not over. I can assure you, there is something or someone out there that will stop those tears. But you'll never know. I should get off your ass and go look. I'll play pink just for you, ma'am, in this letter, this attempt of you dragging me into your shitty marriage. And I appreciate it, but I'm not interested. Okay. <laughs> I'm kidding, hon. Good luck to you. Ladies and gentlemen, it's going to wrap it up with the Stand the Joke Man Show. Of course, this is the product of Joke Man Productions, LLC, broadcasting from the Boys Room Studios here in Henrietta, America. Every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at high noon on Apple and Amazon, Spotify, and just wherever the hell they don't censor and block me. I'm looking for a partner. I doubt if I get one. Ah, fuck them. I don't need them, really. I do this. It's more of a public service than anything because I give a shit about, yeah, even the most hardline assholes I don't agree with out there because... Even their freedoms are at risk, and they're too fucking dumb to see it coming. And I'm trying to help them and learn a little something maybe about yourself. You guys keep your shit together. Rock and roll. Bombing down Poinsettia tonight, 8 p.m., Chapter 32. Murder for Whore, Part 2. Jones, I'll be back high noon, Friday. Tell me and burn your shit solid. Bye, can Dios, me amigos. Everyone about what he's doing. How it all turned to lies Sometimes I think that it's better To never ask why
try, gotta get up and try, try, try.